Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> All right, man. What a great tune, man. Those guys really knew. Man, good rock band. It's funny. That felt like a classic when it came out. Like it was just a natural born classic song, right? In, Dude, in that's exactly what I was thinking. Like, the, the classic rockers are still out there. They're just so hard to find. There was a you know, slight you, renaissance. You know, re- <clears throat> well, you know who that reminds me of today is like the Nathaniel Radcliffe. Oh, sure. All right. All right. right? It was like kind of like the same vibe. Yeah. I'm, you know, I'm not as familiar. I'm not a, I'm not a hip on the scene these days. Man. That, that guy who did the, uh, that, that SOB song. Oh, all right. Yeah. I think I remember that one. Yeah. Man. You know what I'm talking about? Not Nathaniel uh, Radcliffe. I'm, I'll have to look him up. But uh, I'll play it for you. Oh my God, huh? Did a little theatrics in the music here. Very interesting. Yeah. You never heard of this song? Oh yes, I do remember this. Uh, this tune. Yeah. There. Yeah. All right. So Nathaniel. It's like the same. Uh, same kind of vibe. You know. Nathaniel Radcliffe, dude or band with dude name. So it's Nathaniel Ratliff. I don't know. I don't even know how to say it. Rat Ratliff. And, sorry. And the night sweats. I don't know, man. This might be a hootie incident. Yeah, I like when the band has the name. You know, Leonard Skinner. You know, I like the Van Halen. Yeah, exactly. Could be a guy in the band, or it could be the band name. You never know. <laughs> Leonard Skinner. Yeah, dude. That's why I was kind of getting that vibe from from the rat Ratliff. I don't think I like yeah. that. That's going to be my Kirk. You have your Kirk, and I got my Ratliff. <laughs> oh, fuck that Kirk name. That's a terrible name. Radcliffe. Uh, Rad, see, I, keep, I, uh, I grew up with a fella named Radcliffe and played football uh, with the guy. He was, uh, he was a big star on the football team when I was a young fella. I remember a Radcliffe. Oh, yeah. Oh, man. He was, he was the quarterback. He was the rah-rah guy. It's kind of like a... Like a Tom Brady mixed with Russell Wilson, just really annoying, really annoying. Of Arlington, yeah, nobody, yeah. You know, he had the girlfriend that was on the cheerleader girlfriend. You know, always wearing the uniform. They like, come on, guys, like, kind of always picking you. Like, come on, you know. I don't know. Didn't like that guy. You know what's really funny (laughs) is you think about it. Like, uh, I'm sure he's great now. I'm sure he's a cool guy. That really wasn't our school. No, ours was shut down. Right? No, no, like the like the high school, <laughs> like our high school wasn't like the football player was banging the cheerleader, you know. For it the most like, part, it right? was like the foot. It was like the football player and the cheerleader were both buying weed from the drug dealer, and the cheerleader was fucking the drug dealer. That's possible. I mean, I had. <laughs> <laughs> I might have been a more old-fashioned grade. I feel like we had uh, the guy it was Brock Collins. I think was the dude's name, and he was uh, you know star of the basketball team and the football team, if I can recall correctly. And was he? Uh, yeah, and I, I don't know, you know, he was I don't big. think we had a star, did we? I don't well, you know, star within the grade when when Maybe you're I just didn't I feel care. Like, yeah, well, when you're a senior, you're the top of the hill, so everything that goes on in your world matters. And then, you know, everybody below, when I was in the younger grades, I didn't give a fuck about whenever, you know, what was going on everywhere else and all that nonsense. But, you know, uh, 
It just, uh, I remember he was also into the the cheerleader thing, and they were... Uh, he, yeah, you guys, but that's because you guys did the whole, like, we're state champions. And then he was like, uh, I remember he beat out Jack for, like, the, uh, the King thing, or what was it, the Mr. Prospect or whatever that was? Homecoming or... King? No, 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 they, every year they did, like, uh. a, like, the Mr. Whatever, and... It was this whole competition, and Jack lost out, I remember. I was very bummed about that, because I thought he was the Mr. Prospect or whatever it was, if I recall correctly. But of course, it went to this dude. I bet you Jack's going to win in life. Well, it went it went to this dude who was you know, on the basketball team. It, I, I always say this to people, right? especially young fellas. Let them have the win, because this is going to be their wins in life. Let me tell you about this fucking guy, Brock Collins, all right? <laughs> ja- this guy... Jack, Jack's, Jack's had much better wins later on, you know what I mean? And he's going to continue to have them, you know? This, Let those guys have their wins. This it doesn't dude get was, much better was like after six, that, you know? He was like six-something, and then he fucking was the, the center on the, the, on the basketball team or, you know, power four. I remember we went to a basketball game. Not only was he the best player on the football team, Best player in the basketball team, but before the basketball game starts, he's got to come out to center court. Yeah, but you're in an all-white high school, dude. Everybody's 5'9". Like, the dude comes out to center court, sings the national anthem. And then, no. he, yes! Yes! His girlfriend's the cheerleader. He's the star of the team. Uh, what a Wins all the fucking awards, dude. He's, he's on, like, choir and band and basketball football dominates baseball i hate you dudes yeah i'm sure he's doing great now but dude i can't remember their names but now (laughs) i remember we did have a dude like that he was vice president, right? Every he was the star of dude. whatever. That's what I'm he telling did you. This. Yes. He did that. <laughs> oh no, he was the class president. He ran and everybody voted for him because he was the obviously it was gonna be his name was Zach. He had a twin <laughs> he had a twin brother, but they weren't like identical twins. Sure. The brother, dude, and he was even like real tall, good look like a Keanu Reeves looking dude, right? Oh yeah. Tall, good looking, just great at everything, dude. Just great at everything, dude. And uh, his bro- <laughs> his brother was like short, long hair. They didn't look anything alike. And he was a total hippie stoner, dude. Nice. <laughs> Huge fan of those dudes. Ah, he was the coolest. The brother. I remember hanging. I only hung out with him like a few times because their family was way better than ours. So. It's allowed anywhere near him. <laughs> <laughs> but the couple times I hung out with him, I was like, dude, how are you so cool? Wow. I don't know. Uh-huh. You know? But then the brother was just like the... You know what the problem was? He was really nice, too. Like, even I liked him. Like, I actually... Like, the super... He's probably super successful now. Because there was no way to hate on him. You know? Look, I'm sure it's you great. You wanted to hate him because he was so that's what I'm great. Saying. He no. was just a nice guy. He was really nice. It's the look. Like, because not only did he do all that, he would see you like walking home, and he'd be the asshole that pulls over. He's like, "Oh, hey, buddy, you want to ride home?" Yeah, no, he's the guy. Damn who, it! Like, how do you have time to drive me home? Pulls over his car and helps the old lady with his groceries, and then he saves the yeah. bus from falling into the river. And like, he's like, "Fuck those guys, man." Yeah, they were a great guy. He's a great guy. How do you be so great? <laughs> 
You're born into it. It's all genetics. And look. I literally would drive my kids and just laugh that they were walking. Look, Sucker. I, I remember walking. Wish no ill will on the Brock Collinses of the world. In fact, I'm glad we have them in the world. But know this, all you Brocks out there. The, the, the smaller guys out there, they don't like you. Just keep that Thank in mind. <laughs> yeah, Tall sure. guys are like a girl with big tits. We just fucking hate you. You know what I mean? That's just get out of get out it's of here. It's an unfair. It's an unfair advantage. Get out of here with all advantage. your perfect abilities. <laughs> singing the national anthem, dunking in the basketball game. Get the fuck out of here. Who does that? It's crazy. Dunking. I'll never be able to in my life. I mean, I'm. I don't remember if he dunked, but you know, my imagination and my memory collide. My and, dreams, he can. Well, yeah. you know it. It uh, it makes the legend of this fella grow by every year. So that's good. <laughs> makes me fight harder. He was probably a great forget. dude. I'm sure he still is, but yeah, it's funny from a perspective now. <laughs> dude, I'll never forget uh, when I was in the army. I was arguing with this one dude about dunking. Oh yeah, and uh, he was taller than he, he was taller than me, but not that much, right? And uh, I kept saying, like, no, nah, you don't understand. Three inches is three inches, man. That makes all the difference in the world. Like, he kept saying, like, no, nah, it's just because you never really played basketball. Like, you weren't really that big into it. Like, you never really trained to do it. But if you trained, you can you could dunk. Even you're at five you're saying never once? He, he never dropped a that's what she said? Not one time? What do you mean? Yeah, just keep rolling. I'm ready to roll. Oh. Anyways. <laughs> oh, because of three inches. <laughs> Frank, story of my life, I've always been three inches too short. You know what I mean? That's the story of my life. But uh, it was so funny because I would always tell him, like, no, nah, and then, like, and he was black, right? And uh, and then one day this, uh, this new guy comes to the unit, right? He's shorter than me. This motherfucker's, like, 5'4", dude, right? All right, yeah. But he's from, he's from Guam. He's like this islander, right? Oh, yeah. These guys have these calves. It wasn't just him. It was all these guys from Guam. They got these calves that are the size of fucking coconuts, right? <laughs> and this motherfucker, oh, yeah. this motherfucker dunked, right? Wow. And the guy who had always been arguing with me about it goes, what are you going to say about that? And I go, well, he's practically black. <laughs> 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 the black guy goes, no, he's not. And like, I remember just we looked at each other and I go, what? He's blacker than me. <laughs> <laughs> but I think it settled the argument that it really doesn't matter how tall you are. It's all about like what you train to do. <clears throat> and I'm interested by this calf definition this fella may have. Are you saying like phenomenally enormous thick ankles no no that was the thing was like thin ankles but like big feet huge feet too like thick wide like you could tell they weren't like these guys weren't wearing shoes and then uh huge calves so the calves i wonder if that's what really plays a what's all about a large part in in the lift i know obviously the height is a major factor but there are some basketball players man i mean they they fly through the freaking air. I think it's all about the calf muscles for sure. All right. Oh, we're on to yeah. something. Now I know. Even, where even those operations. shoes, you ever see those? See, you don't know because, man, you never tra- you never seen like uh, guys who really take their basketball serious. 
You ever right. see those shoes where like uh, you're walking and your ca- your heels aren't touching the ground? Yes. Yeah. Like uh, it's like a big round part on the front on the balls of your feet. Yeah. Kramer wears them in an episode where he gets the oh, dental yeah. uh, work, and everyone thinks he's retarded. It's hilarious. That's right, <laughs> dude. They, uh, <laughs> these guys would like wear them, and uh, seriously, you couldn't wear them too long or like for too long of a run because you're you would burn your you would literally burn your calves out. It was too hard. Wow, but man. If that's, you that's if you wild. wore them, they literally they worked, dude. You would add inches. You could add a foot to your vertical easy. Like you and me, who don't do shit. If we started wearing them in training, we could probably add two feet to our vertical. I guarantee it. And I like that. I would love to not tell anyone about this training of mine, and then one day at work, just shock everyone and leap like over like a uh, four feet of boxes. Oh, it's, it's juggling, dude. Juggling is the best thing I ever learned because I bust it out randomly and it blows people's minds. Really? Have but you? Ever- <laughs> but it's but it's something that I like secretly do when nobody's around. That's brilliant, man. <laughs> I just watch TV and juggle because like I can you get to a point where you're doing it while not looking at the balls. And so you, it like becomes like just something to do like when you're bored. Sure. Yeah. Or like if you got like, like you know, sometimes you got a restless mind. OK. Whenever I have a restless mind, it's like the one thing I do so I can get to sleep. I'll just I'll just stand. I literally I'll just stand in front of the TV and I'll put on a movie or something. And I'll sit there and juggle three balls and then I'll toss in a fourth. Wow. And uh the fourth one, you really gotta. This whole thing, I'll I'll go like a real long time with the three. I'll do the different patterns and everything, and then uh, then when I throw in the fourth, it always helps them. It really gets you to a point where you like you'll you can solve your problems. I'm telling you. Yeah, I feel like this could be a superhero premise where like uh, the buddy of the superhero who has no powers, all he does is really you know, he just juggles for fun. And then, like, when all the superheroes are down and the chips are really, you know, nobody has a chance and the end of the world and all of a sudden you, you save it by juggling, right? The, the secret stones or whatever it is. And I, I could see something like that going down. Yeah, they created three black holes and you need a juggle. You got a juggle. <laughs> uh, that's the, be- the, the best part about it, though, is you, do, you never do it in front of anybody and really talk about it and then, like, randomly bust it out. Like, you'll just be in a situation where there's, like, balls everywhere or something, you know? Well, I don't know about myself. I can't say. <laughs> I find my... Uh, Frank, uh, you never <laughs> go to Boys Town, Chicago. <laughs> Surrounded by balls, as you say, and juggling. Wow. Like, right. I work at, like, I work at a lot of schools, right? So, like, you'll just walk, <laughs> you know, there'll be, like, a lot of, like, you'll walk in, there's, like, dodgeballs. Like, the other day, these kids were playing dodgeball in the hall, right? Oh, yeah. And I just picked up three and started juggling, and it got them. You know, and then everybody stopped. And then after I did it for like a you know a few seconds, I threw the balls down, and I go, "Now stop! We got to move some shit." <laughs> wow, power move! You know, yeah, it's like a good. It, it, it catches people off guard, especially if it's like odd objects or like you know, real big balls. <laughs> uh, no i think that's pretty cool you ever f- big balls always get people you know what i'm saying you never know if you find yourself walking down a hallway with uh those torches that are lit up and all of a sudden there's an earthquake and they start falling and you 
hey, oh, hey, oh. You like catch one on your toe and like flip it back. Oh, hey, oh. You know, you just sitting there enjoying dinner with grandma's china. Earthquake hits. Yeah. Well, in that case, I want that Chinese lady who's going to throw him on her head. Yes, the halftime show entertainment at the Nuggets game. It was very I don't even even know what her name is, but in my head, I just call her better than LeBron. (laughs) (laughs) You're trying to be better than Jordan. You haven't even beat the halftime show, buddy. (laughs) (laughs) But uh, speaking of halftime shows, dude, uh, are you ready for this uh, winter storm? Oh, hell yeah. Dude. Is that all they're talking about there? Did you see my pictures I sent the family today? I witnessed... cloud seeding, man. In real time, I obsess over chemtrails, as anyone around me knows. I'm constantly pointing them out in the sky. Here in Colorado, we have incredible patterns of chemtrails and cloud seeding and you know they do this uh kind of uh like zigzag or uh well like a tic-tac-toe grid kind of thing pattern and then all of a sudden we have a total blanket over the sky (laughs) today and four days later we get hit with rain almost always i always say to mike you guys are gonna get a storm anyways (laughs) But today, I am not kidding. I've never seen an onslaught like I have this afternoon. It was really kind of a spectacular sight. I would argue 10 to 12. I saw maybe even more of these jets crisscrossing through the skies over Denver. And uh, this is, you know, in the like 11, between 11 and 1 o'clock kind of time frame there. And. Uh, you know, hour and a half after the zigzags and crisscrosses, total blanket across the sky. I mean, it was it was pretty wild. And all we gotta the- get you. See, we really need to get you a telescope so you could look at them and start like logging the flight, the uh, the uh, like the number. Wow, you know what I mean? That's when I. That's probably when I get start get, getting the FBI at the door. I imagine they're already there. <laughs> Already there. I believe your cat is working for the CIA. <laughs> I do too. But uh, <laughs> one of my favorite things about no news time is it's always the best news time. Weather news. We do begin here with the big chill. The major big winter chill. storm set big to sweep chill. the country as we count down to Christmas. Some parts of the nation bracing for the coldest air in more than a decade. Will Carr starts us off in snowy Everett, Washington, where a winter storm warning is in effect. Will, good morning. Good morning, Whit. This storm system is pounding this area. We have seen uh, dude, snow blanket the streets right here. <laughs> I should I should have sent you some Chicago news because they really nailed it. Mike, I'm you not going to let you down on this one, man. Do you know what everybody was saying? No. Well, you asked for a white Christmas. Oh, of course. Be careful what you ask for. Because <laughs> <laughs> you may get it. Of course. Yeah, a little disappointed in that, but go ahead. Go ahead. 
and it's leading to dangerous conditions. You have the snow, the black ice. We've seen wrecks. There's all black eyes. The temperatures. The storm is coming with black eyes. Yeah, I'll just leave it at that, actually. I like Plunging that. Plunging <laughs> across this region, leading to the real concern that residents could be left with. It's really good for the fat ladies. Bad for everybody else. <laughs> yeah, the fat folks in Chicago, this is survival time, but uh, it's summertime when you get the heat waves. That's when you have the fat people dying in the streets, right? That's uh, It's kind of a backwards uh, yeah, scenario. This is kind of... Yeah, this is the year of the walrus, or the time of the walrus. <laughs> Travel nightmares. The Seattle airport has seen nearly 600 cancellations or delays, and they're supposed to be even more throughout the course of the day. So add it all up, and there are dangerous <laughs> I never thought about that. Did you kind of like... We're, we're, we are two species in Chicago. Like it's two different... It's literally two different animals. You have the skinny and the fat. Some are like, I'll be okay in the summer and just suffer in the winter. The other are like, no, I'll suffer in the summer and be okay in the winter. Or you could be a fat skinny like Bill Gates and make everybody suffer around you. That's <laughs> just skinny with big tits. You're just suffering all the time. <laughs> <laughs> That's the worst. To move east, heading into Christmas, so this is going to impact a large part of the country in the next couple of days. Wait, it sure will. Uh, all right, Will Carr for us. Thank you. Let's bring in Cheryl Scott in for Ginger this morning from our Chicago station WLS Chicago. with the timing of this storm. Cheryl, good morning. Yes, good morning. What more than half the country under winter alerts this morning, stretching from the Pacific Northwest all the way into the Midwest, and you can see winter storm warnings back there, close to the Seattle area. This storm is going to get going here over the next 24 to 48 hours, racing to the east through the northern plains and then into the Midwest. And we are talking periods of heavy snow and blizzard like conditions with snowfall totals upwards of a foot for cities like Chicago with very heavy rain impacting the north and east and the dangerous cold behind this storm system. We're talking life threatening cold with wind chills here anywhere from 25 to near 50 below across the northern tier of the country Damn. and all of this cold air plummeting so far south to the Gulf, where we're looking at some of the coldest air in decades for some major cities. And this cold air is going to stay in place through the Christmas holiday and move east here to the Mid-Atlantic and the Northeast. Cecilia? Yeah, that 74 in Miami is looking really nice right about now, Cheryl. Thank you oh, so much. Oh, yeah. Thanks, Cheryl. Thank you, Cheryl. Appreciate <laughs> it. You guys couldn't see it over the radio, but Cheryl's beautiful. Yes. Lovely ladies all around. So. <laughs> I love when we get to weather news. Is they're freaking out again? Are they uh, doing the climate change dance here? Are we doing no climate change? Well, how uh, could this be climate change, dude? Chicago's about to see the coldest temperatures ever. It's a. Uh, they're predicting a high of zero degrees here, I believe, on Thursday. So record cold. So sounds good. I'm excited. I got my Sounds a uh, little contradictory to your global <laughs> warming. I got my climate change long johns ready to rock. Uh, <laughs> so funny. What a funny year for weather. We had probably the coolest, coolest. Uh, summer in a long time. And then now we're having like a pretty no freaking, hurricanes. Yeah, pretty cold winter. Yeah, no hurricanes, cold winter. It's like, uh, what'd you guys do? You got like the opposite going on here? I don't get it. 
<laughs> this is April Fools. It's a hard sell, but we'll see what happens. I don't think we're going to get hit that bad, to be honest with you. They, this is, they always do this. That's exactly what I was thinking. Right? I think this is going to be no different than the heat wave that never happened. Remember that sucker? Yeah. Like, I mean, we'll get snow. I'm sure we'll get snow. We'll probably get about six inches. <laughs> the heat wave was beautiful. I freaking loved that. They had like international reporters in England. Remember that? Like yeah, England, they were gonna die. <laughs> and then nothing happened, and then no one talked about it. It was over. We moved on to the next thing. It was so amazing. Like, how, like you people realize our species existed before air conditioning, right? <laughs> like we're gonna make it. We could find shade. We're smart enough. Yeah, and there are also humans who live like in Alaska in the Arctic. Without anything. Yeah. yeah, humans are very adaptable. They survive. But. Some. I, uh, I thoroughly Most. enjoy this. Uh, I'm glad we're back to it. Like I always say, if we're doing weather news, it means there's no news, and that's a good thing. They're not trying to fuck with us. Right? I can tell you what, if we're talking about the, the weather, there's definitely no nuclear war. Exactly. Right? <laughs> right? funny uh we just did the nuke thing i was so stoked you know i thought we we're gonna get some kamikaze nukes man dude biden's meet or Zelensky, i guess is coming to meet with biden uh, dude it's like a one billion dollar deal they're sending the patriot missiles over there is that For what sure. the meeting's about i saw yeah. some sort of blurb about it and i didn't really fully uh kind of comprehend Zelensky uh plans to visit washington that's uh it's exciting yep. stuff. Yeah, he's going to come here. He's going to walk away with a billion dollars. Mike, the president who's in a war zone, uh, potentially World War Three, he was able to just kind of skidoo out of uh, the war zone uh, and get to Washington Frank, Wednesday? Frank, Frank, I don't even care about that. I don't even care about that. Does <laughs> anyone like want to... like? Flash! I don't even care about what's going Can on right now. Can we wrap some heads around this one? Can, can somebody <laughs> ask me? Somebody tell me that this. Uh, like, imagine if I played you just Is a that video. Tomorrow? Right? Am I talking about tomorrow here? <laughs> no, but hold on, hold on. What if I played you a video? Just imagine I played you a video of. Imagine Donald Trump was George Bush's vice president. Right? Oh yeah. Imagine this. Is, how crazy would that be, right? But imagine this sounds like a new John Lennon song. I'm into it. All right. And imagine I showed you a video of Don Jr. Oh, yeah. In 2006, picking up a bag of cash from, from Ukraine, right? Oh, yeah. And then I flash forward to when Trump is president, 2017, and the president of Ukraine is coming and picking up a bag of cash. Nice. I would be like, wait a minute. <laughs> wait a minute. <laughs> This seems like this seems like a lot of bag of cash going back and forth, <laughs> right? Sure, yeah. Do you think there'd be a little media scrutiny going on? <laughs> you're coming here to pick up a bag of cash. 
After you gave this guy's kid a job where all he did was pick up bags of cash? I'm starting to question these bags of cash. <laughs> right? Yeah, yeah, I'll put put a few questions out there. <laughs> One or two. Yeah. Maybe. <laughs> I am amazed he's coming over here. Yeah, how do you have the time? Who's not, how are they not shooting down that plane? It should be the only one leaving from Kiev. How did the Ukrainians not accidentally bomb Poland trying to stop bombs from shooting down this plane? <laughs> that should be everybody's so many, question. So many farmers dead. Poor Poland. They always get the, the butt end of these situations. Uh, wow, so he's coming over here. I'm going to throw... Uh, should we bet some money? Uh, I'm going to say... I got 10 bucks as he leaves the Oscar in Ukraine. Oh, oh, what were you talking about? Oh, that's so funny. We're, we're, we're <laughs> psycho. I was going to say I've had 10 bucks that Ben Stiller and fucking Sean Penn are there. <laughs> oh, yeah. To greet Sean him. Penn's to going greet to him. collect the they're, statue. They're going to fucking greet him on the tarmac, man. So you brought my statue back, right? That is pure gold. <laughs> I see you're losing ground. <laughs> I need that statue to smelt it so I can make Zeus's thunderbolt. You understand, right? <laughs> Fucking Sean Penn. I actually have no money. Uh, what did you think I was doing in the woods with El Chapo? <laughs> Why do you think I look like this? I haven't shaved in years. Come on, I'm Sean Penn. From El Chapo to Vladimir Zelensky. <laughs> I'm obviously desperate, guys. So, uh, huge question, and I will leave this up to you. Uh, Zelensky, right? The the plane arrives. It's gonna be all over the news. They're gonna flood us with it. They got it, right? So oh, you have to. Zelensky, yeah. the plane lands. There's Biden. Doors open up. Z's walking out. Sle- <laughs> sleeves or no sleeves on Z, my man? What are we talking about? Oh, he's here? gotta go sleeves. You think oh, he's, he's sleeves? Is he wearing the green shirt with the sleeves? No, I think he's going to suit. He's gonna go suit. It's winter time, so I think he's gonna have some sort of militaristic it's, winter no, wool kind of coat you know with the 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 winter russian hat with the ear flaps with no sleeve <laughs> yes 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 with no sleeves dude oh that'd be great <laughs> listen i'm gonna tell you I'm, I'm saying it here right now and this is god is my witness if he shows up with one of those like poofy Russian coat things with oh, like yeah. the fur on the hood. That's right? what I'm talking about. Yes, with no sleeves. Absolutely. But his t-shirt sleeves showing with the zipper <laughs> and everything. Dude, dude, I will never complain about a penny we send over there. I will donate 10% of every paycheck to the Ukrainian fight, dude. That's how serious I am. That would be the greatest baller move ever. That is just clearly like I don't give a fuck. <laughs> you yeah, he's got like a vest on essentially, a puffy vest with the sleeves. For some reason, I keep thinking like Vin Diesel from Triple X <laughs> when he goes to Russia. <laughs> you know, like that jacket, but rip the sleeves off. I mean, the pocket on the sleeve, we all know what it is. It's first cocaine, right? That's where he's keeping his little bag of coke. Oh, yeah, obviously. <laughs> what else would it be for? Ammunition? Is that on the front line? <laughs> this guy's too small to carry a gun. No, he carries one bullet in there, right? 
of cocaine, a bullet of cocaine. That's all right. <laughs> oh, the rest is on the mooks. <laughs> no, you, you ever seen those bullets? Okay, they're like shaped like a bullet, and it's a little contraption, yeah. and it's got the powder in there, and you spin it around, and you can get a little, you yeah, know, a little snifter. hit, a little snifter, a little hit of that, yeah, uh, that yeah, good yeah. stuff. And uh, I guarantee <laughs> Z walks around with these sleeves and. And you know he always probably tells everyone like, "Don't worry, I have one magic bullet." You <laughs> this know, this like, made out of a fifty cal. <laughs> <laughs> I have a piece of bullet. The bullet of peace. It's in my sleeve. Don't worry. Yo, no credit to the mooks, man. They don't get no love. Nobody likes the mooks. That's why what they're mooks. What happened to the mooks? Well, they're mooks. You know, they're they're gonna die at some point. The mooks will be taken how, out and replaced. How dumb mooks. do you think they are? Yeah, seriously. They're they're quite dumb. I'm a huge fan of the Z mooks, but the Z, the mooks will probably be there. He's got his two main mooks. Uh, the dudes who just like loom <laughs> <There's> over. <tukes. laughs> there's two mooks. They loom over him everywhere he goes, and <laughs> <laughs> I assume he'll get off the flight or the plane. It'll be him and his uh. Super hot, definitely not underage wife, uh, right? Yeah. That'll come off with them, and then they'll they'll meet uh, with the Bidens, and he'll uh, have she's eighteen mother. now. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, we married her for four years in Ukraine. The calendar <laughs> not the same. I mean, she probably comes from the same company as Melania. You know, we can't complain. <laughs> we can't complain for these leaders. Uh, she's the upgraded model. <laughs> New fenders. The curves. <laughs> Great. Man, that's terrible. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Oh, my God. So did we do... Uh, to did be we... fair, though, I'd rather be an Eastern European woman who's objectified for her beauty than an Eastern European man who just has no future. <laughs> <laughs> right? Yeah, that's fair. Yeah, like maybe somebody will come marry you for your beauty, but nobody's coming for these men. This is true. These guys are lost uh, souls. They gotta work will. pretty hard. <laughs> you gotta be born pretty smart. <clears throat> I never understood what was up with Ukraine before this whole debacle. The left was big on painting Ukraine as like fascist Nazis. Uh, a group where they were harboring terrorism potentially and they were not to be trusted. They were potentially, you know. Yeah, but Frank, here's, <laughs> Frank, they learned from they learned from their mistakes. So it turns out the whole terrorism thing, they were just trying to bomb the Chechens. Oh. And as far as Nazis, well, just because you hate the Jews and the blacks and the gays, does that really make you a Nazi? Come on, Frank. <laughs> let's be a little open here. <laughs> you know? I stand by this, and I believe it in my heart. We are about five seconds away from them declaring Nazism a spectrum. <laughs> you watch. You watch, and you see. And you say, Frank, you were right. You were right, sir. <laughs> Frank, I'm not Nazi, but I'm just not not Nazi. I'm non-by-Nazi. <laughs> Can I just be non-by-Nazi? <laughs> it's up to you to change your how you treat me okay <laughs> yeah 
You guys, Z, he's a good guy. He's Pollyanna Nazi. Come on, folks. What are we talking about here? It's complicated. I know you don't get it. I wouldn't expect a big like you to understand. I'm by Nazi. He's poly Nazi. It's it's. I threw in an extra an extra na 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 in there. I don't, it felt good. Yeah. So I know you're not in the true world. That's okay. I'm truly part of the culture. Yeah, I'm not good with the labels. I'm I'm an anti-label guy. I really don't like labels. Oh, well, someone call you an anti-Semite. Oh, label? What'd you say? <laughs> An anti-labelite. It's so funny to me that in the effort to be so inclusive in this woke, you know, uh, kind of mindset, we must label everyone, hyper-label everybody. But through labeling everyone, we are excluding. We are hyper-excluding. Like there, there's this ultimate division. We've. We, it's the like least inclusive when you go down that route, and it's just so mind-boggling to me that people are still into it. You're still down on this. It's it's just crazy. Oh, those people are lost. Lost, dude. Our whole culture is all media is about it. Commercials are all about it. Everything is is just it's nonsensical. Yeah, but the the people that are selling it don't believe it. The people that you know, the the, the people that are buying it, those those are just lost people, and you know they'll buy anything. Well, Mike, for once, I support. And I uh, hope for your optimism in this one, because I can't take it anymore. (laughs) (laughs) No more colors on that flag, please. Trim it down. Uh, Yeah. (laughs) You know, all these spectrum this and spectrum that, I I don't think we, I think we stopped focusing on the one spectrum that matters, and that is, like, just true intellect. Not even intellect, like intuitiveness. I don't know if that's the right word. I think I feel what you're saying a little bit there. We all live on a spectrum. And there's, it, just because you can't do the math and the reading doesn't mean you're necessarily dumb, right? Like, so what's kind of bringing me around to the union? Is is you see some guys who are just <clears throat> who are just struggling with like the most basic math, right? And it's like holy shit, like almost to the point where it's like, dude, like you have to dedicate, you have to literally take money out of every plumber's paycheck. <laughs> So that you could build a school and dedicate the resources just to get this kid to pass this test, right? (laughs) (laughs) And I'm not saying that to make fun of him or anything. But it's just because he he clearly has something there that is blocking him from being able to read something or look at a screen and then process process that into learned knowledge, right? But... You put him out, you, you show him how to weld a joint, and then you let him do it ten times, and he'll never fail after that, right? All right. That's an in, that is an intelligence in itself, right? So I know a lot of book people who I could show them how to weld a million times, and they'll never get it, just because they overthink it, right? 
there's certain things that you can't overthink, right? All right. And that's and that's kind of what turned me like I'm that's kind of turning me towards the union is like it is kind of taking people who without it would just kind of be useless. What else are you going to do, right? <laughs> you know? Well, I saw like Starbucks people want to unionize and <clears throat> it's bullshit. That's bullshit. These unionizing uh, the, the idea that's of bullshit. union is uh taking over places where we could just replace you with cheaper labor. I think people have uh overgrown their worth. Or in you know the the their worth in their own head is too <laughs> overblown, and I really. But I think the problem is like, so these union guys in Chicago, you could definitely replace them with cheaper with cheaper. It, I could find you a hundred guys to replace these guys that would be easier to teach, right? You could cut this program down to one year instead of four, and we'll save a lot of money and everything, right? But what you end up doing is leaving a lot of people behind. So it's my same theory with females in the army. I think females in the army for the army are an overall harm, but societally an overall good, and that's why I think females should be in the army. And that's what same thing I'm starting to feel with the union. All I right. think it's yeah. Does that make sense? Look, uh, I get it, but the inclusion, the hyper inclusion, has led to an exclusion, and sure. the hyper labeling of everybody instead of we're all in this together, is very problematic to our culture. And I'm not into it, because we're very... When you start dividing everybody up, it's very easy <clears throat> to pin people against each other. And that's all the last few years have been since COVID broke out, and maybe even since yeah. Trump took office. And literally, I mean, with Trump, it's all about <clears throat> pinning one side against the other, and labeling, and hyper-labeling, like, Oh, it's not just uh, Republicans, right? It's Trump supporters. Not just Trump supporters, but the ultra MAGA supporters, you know? And like they're. You know what's kind of crazy, too, man? Is like the, the union guys seem to be very Democrat, whereas like the guys who came in from outside seem to be very more conservative. And the thing is, the guys who have been like union your whole life, they're very unaccepting. Whereas the guys who were non-union before are like, you know, I like the union, I don't have a problem with the union, and I also like my old company, I don't really have a problem with them. I don't want to shit on non-union guys either. Isn't that weird? Yeah, I don't mean, you know. All, goes with what all you're saying, for one, like a, one for all. But it's like an all or nothing used, with, the, with a certain group, right? People used to believe. But... Uh, we live in divisive times, and Mike, we did cover this right before it went down. Uh, but I think we need to celebrate. We so we begin tonight with former President Trump. The January 6th committee making history today. For the first time, Congress has recommended criminal charges for a former president. The committee voting unanimously to recommend former President Trump be charged by the Justice Department for his actions leading up to and including January 6th. It's oh, not surprising. Where's Rob Reiner? All right, <laughs> yeah. Oh my God, he must be crying and <laughs> masturbating at the same time, yeah. Dude, nobody cares because nobody's surprised. You literally handpicked a committee that would bring these charges or these... <laughs> It's over, right? I'm I'm pretty sure, and I quote Rob Reiner, Trump is fucked. <laughs> For 
Frank, I picked these 12, I handpicked 12 people who think you're an asshole, right? And we're going to all sit around and decide whether we think you're an asshole. And guess what? They decided you're an asshole. (laughs) (laughs) That's what you just did to Trump. It's we confirmed it and it's live now uh, Trump is officially an asshole he is an asshole they all it. these people that always thought he was an asshole they still believe this is so is unreal asshole. again so so many resources so much money 18 months so the committee's nearly money, 18 dude. month investigation 10 public hearings depositions from more than a thousand witnesses thousand? tonight the committee saying quote <laughs> How did you? How much did they get paid? And how did I not end up on that list? Was one man, former president. I'll say Donald he fucking Trump. steered my cock into the Capitol building. If you want me to, fuck. That's why we got all these incredible stories and the cop crying and all that stuff. Man, they were all making some fucking dough off of this. Oh, this yeah, is remember incredible. the cops crying? Dude. One thousand summoning supporters pussies. to Washington, sending them to march up to the Capitol, putting his own vice president in harm's way recommending Trump be charged with obstruction of an official proceeding, conspiracy to defraud the United States, conspiracy to make a false statement, and inciting an insurrection. This, of course, is now up to the DOJ whether to charge Trump. ABC's so Chief serious. Washington correspondent Jonathan Carl leading us off Dude, tonight. You know, you know what the best part is? Nobody talks about No, I can't believe like nobody on the left will mention the fact that they recommended he be, in char- he be charged with inciting an insurrection. They brag about how 750-something people got arrested. Zero have been charged with insurrection. <laughs> I didn't so know you're going to charge him with inciting an insurrection that nobody got charged for insurrecting? Really? I thought that's uh, like the Proud Boys. Isn't that the whole thing? Uh, like they're, they're No charges the- of insurrection ever came. You're they right. Got charged conspiracy. With, uh, they're big on the... Uh... Right. They got charged with conspiracy. They got charged with trespassing. Some seditious, of them got charged with like, seditious attempting. conspiracy. I believe is it. seditious. Yeah, yeah. seditious. Got to get fuck? it right. <laughs> so stupid, dude. You guys got nothing, dude. There's a reason. There's a reason they haven't done any charges yet. They would have already if they had them. Sure. Yeah. Absolutely. Uh, man, this is so stupid. January 6th. We're like two weeks away from the anniversary. I can't wait. I'm so excited. In a dramatic coda to one of the most sweeping investigations of a president ever conducted by Congress, the January 6th committee... Ever? By Congress? Really? We didn't do, like, Nixon or any of that stuff? I was just thinking that. That Is that real? This is bigger than Nixon and Watergate? Bigger? This is bigger? Yeah. Recommended Donald Trump be prosecuted for multiple crimes related to the attack on the U.S. Capitol. Every president in our history has. Yeah, that's one of my favorite moments in time. The dude with his eyes bulging out of his skull. It was all over (laughs) every newspaper, and he's like got the glasses on his forehead, and he's staring at the (laughs) at the hanging chads. The hanging chads. Classic. Defended this orderly transfer of authority 
except one. Will you be back? Today, for the first time, the American people hearing what Hope Hicks told the committee. She was one of Trump's longest serving and most loyal aides. She testified she told Trump she didn't see any evidence of voter fraud. So let's bring in John Carl live at the Capitol tonight. Yeah, and John, the in. Justice Department is not required, obviously, here to act on these criminal referrals. On, but of course, they will no doubt pour through all of this evidence and testimony. We know already there's a special counsel and here. Mayor Garland has an investigation this well already. underway. Oh, so where so does this dumb, go from man. here? Here we go. Well, Special Counsel Jack Smith took over just a month ago. Jack he has Smith. already issued subpoenas in seven states looking into the fake elector scheme. In other words, the Department of Justice hasn't been sitting around waiting for a referral from the January 6th committee. Their investigation into the president's actions related to January 6th is already well underway. Dave yeah! It's already happening, man. <coughs> We're doing it, baby. All right. It's investigation time. Jack Smith is on the case. What are happened to the Mar-a-Lago raid? Oh, that that little guy. <laughs> Don't, wanna... Don't worry about that little yeah, guy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Think about that one. Come on, man. We're talking about Jack Smith. <coughs> that was a little slip up. Didn't you see Santos? Yeah. Forget about all that, man. We're talking about that creepo Santos out in... Uh, Santos, yeah. where is it? You from forgot New who York. I was talking about from yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> wow, I already forgot about Santos. That's incredible. This Santos from Florida? Who? Oh, that's the beauty of George. He's there when you need him. <laughs> all right, so... <clears throat> I'm going to double up real quick with... Uh, one more, Mike. I, I'm in love, I think. Deucey style with a Corinne Jean-Pierre. So I'll first say, and you've uh -oh. heard me say this many times and the president as well. Uh, we've been very clear from the beginning that what we saw on January 6th was the worst attack on our democracy since the Civil War. Civil War! And uh, the president has been very clear. Our democracy continues and remains under threat. And we all have a have a part to protect it. Uh, the committee has been doing important wow. bipartisan work to get to the truth of what happened on that very day, <coughs> so we can we can make so we can make sure I love it. that it's that bipartisan, happen, Frank. Uh, we got a so, group of Democrats and two Republicans who hate Trump. Yeah, bipartisan. Do they call that bipop? That's what they should call it. So, I don't know. Is that that doesn't, bipop? Yeah, no, that doesn't work that way. People of color. <laughs> yeah, I still don't get what the bi means in bipop. I, it's just too over my head, but uh, yeah, man. Civil War, I love that. That's the best reference. They've dropped that way before. <coughs> that was like the original. I think Biden said it like two years ago, didn't he? Yeah, dude, that's insane. This is not the first time like, they've brought up the worst insurrections in Civil War. They've really, really pushed that. They, uh, do you remember? It was, uh, Three, four months ago, they were kind of kicking up the Civil War talk, how, like, everybody was really into Civil War. Yeah, they were amping it up. But then, like, everybody's just, like, working really hard and trying to get through their lives, and, like, nobody's yeah. gearing up for Civil War. No, we all want you fuckers to get your shit together and stop being crazy. 
Right? Look, I expect Fox News and CNN and all those other assholes to bring up the rage and fear porn. Sure, but having it at the podium and... Dude, say whatever you want about Barack Obama, dude. That guy went up to that podium, and he left you feeling like, all right, maybe, maybe they'll do something. You know, like I don't know. He had a way of like calming the seas. You know. Well, Biden looks horrible. Have you Bush too, man? Bush. I give him credit, dude. He had a way of like, I don't know. Talking about softening the blow. Yeah, yeah. Obama had the sense of like where you would be like, oh my god, they're driving us off a cliff, and like he would come out there and he would talk, and it'd be like, okay, it does seem like there's a little bit of competence in the office, right? And then with Bush, it was like anybody who was like, oh my god, these are these evil masterminds who are doing this and doing that, you'd be like, Bush, look at the guy. (laughs) 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 Nah, you know. Well, Bush had the family ties, which meant the establishment was in charge. Yeah, but he also had like a, a, I don't know. Same with the Clintons, and then Clinton, the Clintons were the puppets within the Obama machine for a while there. Whatever it was, I just felt like when they were in charge, like even the Obama, I didn't like what he was, maybe I didn't like him or like what he was doing, but I wasn't so concerned. Right. Whereas now you're like con- really concerned. Does that make sense? It makes sense because he was yeah he was charismatic enough to hide what they were doing behind the scenes. When it comes, yeah, I to- don't care if you bomb the wedding. I just don't want you to come out and be crazy about it. Right. Sure. I mean, Biden. The issue with Biden's administration is they have too many, uh, too many nutty people in there that just want to push these outrageously leftist agendas and most people in the middle and the right combined are not into them and then on top of it they're pushing this shit thinking people are into it so they say it out in the open and to say it out in the open they trot out this dementia ridden lunatic who is clearly just reading whatever the prompter is saying in like a like Ron Burgundy style manner We've seen all those, you know, and then he walks off stage and shakes hand with hands with a ghost. And so <laughs> it's kind of scary because I think with the dementia guy who shakes hands with the ghosts and says, like, finish sentence here or stop speaking, you know, because he's reading the notes on the teleprompter, like, <clears throat> that I think is really unsettling for even the the lay person who's not really as invested in the, the news. You Great know? call. Great call. That to me is more unsettling than the guy who I know is going to make the decision that I don't agree with. At least he's going to make a decision and like have a plan. I guess when it comes to president, the standard is read the prompter and read it convincingly. And if you could do that, you can probably have a successful ride. Gavin Newsom, 2024. <laughs> he's got the pearly whites and the orange skin. It's all ready, baby. <laughs> You're ju- in, buddy. Him and Seth Myers, they're like almost twins. It's outrageous. What's going on with that guy? <laughs> Dude, Seth Myers doesn't look good, man. I think that guy. That guy is 
I think he's like injecting embalming fluid or something <laughs> to like try to stay alive. Now, I don't know what is going on with him, dude. Stop with the plastic surgery. Stop with the hair plugs, dude. You look like a doll. <laughs> you literally look like a doll. It's the orange. That- the orange skin is what what gets me these days. They all got it. <clears throat> Even the sports uh, folk. I watch a lot of those sports shows uh, on you know uh, like the pregames before football, and then I catch a little Sports Center at night. And ex- ex- uh, with the exception of uh, Van Pelt, who's just white as a ghost, uh, the rest of them have this like weird orange kind of Jesse Waters thing going on. It's very, very unsettling. Dude, the hair, man. You know, I never, I never did the plugs because I always thought Joe Rogan put it best. It looks like a forest that's been harvested, and then you tried to replant trees. <laughs> There's no way that we're at a point, or could be at a point, where it is very successful or looks convincing. It's what no. e- Elon did. It isn't that what he's got? Going they on? all do it, dude. They all do it. Do you have to keep replanting? Yeah, the other day, I had a man in front of a group of people make fun of my baldness. <laughs> and he knows that I know for a fact six months ago, he paid $20,000 for transplant surgery. And it was his fucking second time doing it. Wow. And why did so, he have to go twice? Because you have to keep doing it. You're going to keep going bald. Even where you transplant? No, no, the transplants will stay. All right, nice. But your pattern keeps growing, so you got to keep filling it in and filling it in. Oh, I got you. You know? See, this is an opportunity for any gentleman to just fill in a mohawk and forever rock the mohawk. God, see, Frank, you should be a life coach. It's, it's ideas like that that will get people ahead. <laughs> and just keep you know? filling in that mohawk, that one strip, yeah, right? You just have this powerful strip that you fill in. Learn how years. to drum. Fill in the mohawk. <laughs> get just, a bunch of tattoos. Yeah, get some piercings and tattoos and, you know, just, just be a fucking rocker. <sighs> Frank, I want you to be my life coach. <laughs> 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 That's genius. <laughs> Yeah, I got a company all lined up. It's called Landing Strip for Men. And uh, <laughs> you can do it in different styles. You can get the airport version. You can get, uh... <laughs> you get the V. We'll do a heart with your girl's name in, but it's hard to change. Make sure you like her. <laughs> I'm not going to say it's permanent, but it's close. <laughs> Pretty cl- close as it gets. That's actually a pretty cool idea, like getting your own name or initials, maybe, like, you know. Harry- I'd get, like, a lightning bolt. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> See, yeah. here's the opportunity, hair implant companies. Like, get some style and design with it. Yeah, you know? dude, I've had, I have a scar in the front of my head that always bothered me and always messed up my hairline. If I could get it to, like, incorporate that into a lightning bolt and then people just call me bolt, <laughs> oh, dude, you, guys could, you guys could change lives, dude. <laughs> you go from I might even, I might even stop being a plumber and become an electrician. You just call me Bolt. <laughs> Jesus Christ. You know what I mean? A whole life change right there. Just 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 because of where you put my hair, you know? Yeah, man. From zero to hero in five seconds.